Welcome to the multiverse. I am Rick Stoner, and our guest speaker today is Yosarian from Project Nova Creed. Now, today I am not going to be asking a huge amount of questions, so I expect the audience to have uh, done a little bit of research. Yosarian is going to present himself. Uh, he's going. We're going to ask product questions, uh, project questions, right after the personal introduction. And we're going to get right down to the bottom line as quick as possible because I want to get a lot of in audience interaction today um, and see if we can get more questions to develop out of you guys. Yusarian, would you please introduce yourself? Hey, everybody. Good evening. Good morning. Good afternoon. Good night, wherever you are. Um, yeah, I'm Prof Yoss from Nova Creed and flying solo on this mission. Uh, normally, I've got my right-hand man red with me but he's uh he's exhausted after uh, several other amas and a long day uh, looking after the technical elements of our project so yeah i'm profios and alongside red uh, we've built out the novaverse um it's based around our collection of 4321 or as it's a space project 4321 liftoff uh for our avatar pfps um so we've got six different species across 4,321 avatars um, that are our entry into the Novaverse. It's a P2E game in Novaverse, um, and our first Ice Hunt game will be launching immediately after the drop of our NFTs next Saturday. Uh, so I think we're pretty much unique in this sense uh, as a project that isn't offering a six-month or a nine-month or even a 12-month uh, timeline before games get released we're going to be offering it 24 hours after we launch the nfts prior to that though uh, we're going to be releasing our governance token and that's going out through our prize incubator uh, that we've been working with over the last few months uh, pre-sale for that uh, is on friday uh, this week at 7 p.m and it's going on to the public market uh, via quick swap on saturday at 7 p.m utc uh, so yeah, I'm here to talk about all aspects of the project. I'll try and share as much detail as I can, uh, be it through voice myself or through uh, imagery, videos, um, slides and whatnot in the chat. Uh, really keen to get questions from the audience. Rick, you know, I'm sure you've got a whole bunch for me. Um, but yeah, it's, it's, it's great to do these AMAs and we really are keen for you to ask us anything. I will do my utmost to answer. Uh, but obviously there's going to be elements where red's technical nows would be needed so if i can't answer anything i do promise that either myself or red will be able to get back to people uh, in the next 24 hours as well hope that's a good All enough right. intro for you rick <laughs> yep um could you give us your official position in the project are you the the, the lead yeah, so of we're the... Both, yeah we're co-founders oh. of the project myself and red Oh, your co-founders. So the founder is who? Uh, so myself and Red are the two founders. Oh, okay, okay, okay. So your yeah. partners, your partners, in yeah, this. yeah, exactly. And then, so your so your official position will be project lead. Um, now you guys have a few things going on. In your introduction, went through four, three, two, one space project. Um, six species of avatars, P two E. Okay, this is where we're going to stop right there. P2E. Could you explain to everybody what P2E is? Yeah, sorry. Sometimes uh, acronyms get in the way, don't they? So P2E is play to earn. Um, 
So it means that uh, you can play the game that we've created. It's called Ice Hunt, uh, and it's a, a simple space shooter. Uh, I'm a kid that grew up in the 80s, uh, and it's inspired by a game called Asteroids uh, that was uh, released, I think, early 90s, actually. Um, yep. But yeah, Asteroids. Very, is I'm very familiar shooter. with it. Asteroids yeah, has went so, through a lot of evolutions. Um, if you're real Asteroids fan, you'll remember um, when we first used to have to play the monochrome ones and when the first colored ones came in. Um, I'll never forget the colored um, Asteroid game, uh, dropping a quarter into that thing and playing. And then they changed the game right then, though. They changed the game and some coding inside of it, and it actually wasn't quite as um, enjoyable as the previous one um they kind of killed it off so it, somebody taking that and not being too elaborate it, it could be very very neat again well, a lot of people don't want to go out and play a five hour long game we just want to we just want to play a game on the bus right yeah. we want to play a game on the subway not while texting and driving no games while driving um but people want to do that you know they want that five minutes or ten minutes that they don't want to hear the guy snoring beside them on the subway or something like that and and these are the kind of games uh casual games that that attracts me oh i have a specific question on the play turn is it going to be like a faucet are you going to make are you going to be able to uh earn even if you lose or do you have to be skillful to earn so that's a great question uh the way we've configured things is that we've got a dual uh dual token economy uh, so whilst ice that gets released on saturday is uh, our kind of primary governance token uh, our in-game token is fuel um, and so fuel has an unlimited uh, amount can be issued um, every time you play you will get fuel uh, it's only uses within the game uh, but obviously um, it does have a use and a utility within the game so that fuel could be you know worth having uh, if you're able to collect it over time what I will say though is uh, we reward fuel once a day and we re reward the top three performers. Uh, either the first place performer will get 25,000 ice, second place 10,000, third place 5,000. Um, and that's all issued at midnight GMT. So it, it will be basically measured and then you, you, the clock starts ticking again. Um, we only measure one high score per day per ship. So you can play as many times as you want and you know have as many goes as you like but only your 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 single high score for each ship you own will get registered uh, and that will be your score for the day and that will decide the fate of whether you win some of the ice uh, or whether you just clock up some more fuel okay um i've i've seen this development looking like other um game platforms inside of crypto are doing a same the same thing now maybe they've learned that and i'm looking for an opinion from my statement here it appears to me that game development and in a space has learned something they've learned that you cannot make a game and have a token that can withdraw and import into that game freely that causes some crazy problems and now it looks like the development is the latter similar to what you're doing here you're making an in-game uh token currency so that people like me who i like you know i go around pointing fingers at developers and say no cheating don't cheat mm -hmm. now i can go in and i can audit you 
I can come in and I can audit your company. I can go audit your game. I can go audit all your players and I can go look at your token currency and I can look and I can see if you or your colleague or your nephews or cousins or whatever have been set up to have an advantage and are cheating. Cause then I can go see, Oh, well this account's being paid out and I can go source that person, find them like literally find them in the real world and go and do a, a real thorough investigation. This hasn't been happening in real world video games right now, right? There's, there's a conglomerate of, we're we'll just going to use WoW Gold as an example. We don't know how much WoW Gold is being minted by the developer teams and just injected into the system by sellers. Okay, so back going back to what I was wanting to get the this question spit out. So you have an in-game token that stays in the game that can't be removed or moved around in the game. And then you have another token that is the game that a token that interacts with the next the token that's locked into the game chain so that people can't do fraudulent activities. Now, there's where my question is. Did you choose the ice and the fuel and separating the development of this game to, to slow down fraudulent activities? And one of them that I'll point at is botting. Now, I, I actually support botting, but then botting doesn't support video gaming um, longevity, right? People get very discouraged because they can't ever win because the bots are always beating them and then they stop playing your game and then your game just becomes a big huge botted game so when there's money involved or play turn involved people are going to want to try and bot the game so what i wonder is this do you develop two tokens now like this and split them up so that you yourself can monitor that and that you're watching out for cheating and any kind of botting inside your network yeah so You've covered a lot of ground there, Rick. Um, I think if I can drill into specific sections of it, um, absolutely having two tokens in circulation is a healthier way of doing things. Yeah, it keeps balance um, and it reduces the sell pressure on, on the main token. You know, if, if you've got a governance token, why would you want to sell it? <laughs> it, it, it allows you to control, uh, it allows you to control, you know, the, the destiny of the game and then you know, you kind of think, well, why would you give that away? So the balance that's created then by having dual token system uh, keeps a bit of a, an equanimous uh, setup within within the, the, the token flow. Um, and we're ensuring that, you know, every token has utility as well. So the ice and the, the fuel will both be used within the game uh, to be able to mint and create or upgrade new ships. Um, well, that's so, yeah, really interesting so th they're not locked then so this is really interesting you're even a step further along yeah so I, I think for us it was look you know a big belief from my side of things is you know don't reinvent the wheel um and we followed you know not perfectly closely but reasonably closely the the, the great work that Axie has done so you can go in and there's axs there and there's slp yeah and that you have to mm -hmm. have both of them to be able to breed. And that's what's keeping mm -hmm. it. Although they have some challenges right now, um, mm -hmm. you know, ultimately that's what got them I actually think that, that, I think they're in trouble. Um, well, they, I think they're in yeah. huge trouble. Um, I'm watching another uh, development, another, and they're using four or five coins inside of wow. their metaverse their game their nft thing and it's super integrated and i'm i'm I, and you have you have a, your ideas even a step further right because i'm seeing other ones who are are, are making that in-house coin not be able to move around and do anything and then have other coins interact with that one so that they can keep their database clean basically 
but you're going the step further where you're like, no, I'm going to let these two coins interact. They're going to do things. So am I going to be able to take eventually and trade ice on pancake swap? Am I going to be able to trade fuel on pancake swap? That's where my question is. So yeah, ice, you know, we're looking to speak with CEXs immediately after launch. Uh, initially it will be available by a quick swap. Um, uh, but yeah, fuel, I don't think so. Um, I've just shared to the, the chat there a token okay. flow for the ice game. So you, you know, you should be able to see the way that the, the different so elements fuel, are going to be used. Fuel isn't going to be freely traded then. It's the ice that will be freely traded. Yeah, ice will be freely traded. Fuel's only utility is within the game and, and nominally doesn't have any value apart from the fact it allows you to build ships. And that's where we think there'll be huge value uh, is from people that are investing early. They get airdrop ships, which allows them to play the game, which allows them to earn fuel, which allows them to build more ships. Um, they can then sell those ships on the secondary market, allowing more players into the game. And then you get more players into the game. And they, what do they do? They play the game, they earn fuel, they build ships. So they're able to sell them on the secondary market. And the idea is you have a one player, a three player and a six player ship. Uh, the bigger your ship, the more characters you can fit, fit onto it. Uh, that allows you to play better and earn more fuel. So the bigger the ship you're playing with, the, the more fuel you earn, the quicker you can build more ships. So there's can a... You, can you one. attack, raid and salvage other players? Um, not on the first game. So the first game called Ice Hunt is centered around the fact that, you know, planets across the galaxy are drying up and everyone's having to leave their home planet and head out into space. Uh, they're congregating on Elonius 5, which is our space station. And from there, they're going out into space to, to hunt ice. Uh, how are they hunting it? Well, it's caught within the asteroids, obviously. So when you shoot the asteroids, you gather the, the ice and then you have to drop it back to the base station. So that's the kind so of theme behind the law. What's the what game engine is this running on? Uh, so we're running on Unity, and uh, okay. yeah, we've been working directly. Wise with choice. Unity. Yeah, it's been really, really good. Initially, we built out um, kind of MVP of it uh, through a product called Phaser. I don't know if you've seen Phaser, um, but you know, a lot, because of a lot of the stuff you've alluded to, primarily around security, uh, we wanted to switch to something that was more stable, uh, and so yeah, Unity's come through really strong for us. Uh, and we're really enjoying speaking directly with the Unity team as well. So yeah, mm -hmm. security and, and ensuring that, you know, we, we're reducing our opportunity or the chance of us being botted to the absolute minimum uh, is high on our list, basically. I think it, like, just to make comment on Unity, I monitor Unity, I've monitored its growth, its built, its community. You, you sound like you have merged yourself uh, somewhat with the community i haven't ever have never heard that from a developer yet um and i know what this means because i've looked around the unity community is extremely helpful there i i know you're in good hands if that was the way you guys went you guys have troubles that community's great like i know that they'll help solve problems it was it was very smart going unity some people discount it and i'm i'm not sure why like 90 percent of most mobile app video games are all in you most a lot of computer games are coming out of unity right now it's a very good yeah. choice for development there so they're great I, I think you know 
it's early days and we'll speak more about the the other games we have down down the line yeah so in the once we've okay. launched uh, we've got a few projects that we'll be delivering that are centered around Iceland. Uh, but after that, we've got two key games that we're looking to kind of get done in the in the next six to nine months, um, whilst Ice Hunt is being played, uh, and they're really building on what we're doing, and we're hoping to be able to do those in directly in conjunction with the Unity team themselves uh, here in the UK. We're based in the UK, so yeah, we're we're really enjoying. Uh, they offer it's really nice. They they offer like a variety of different packages of support, um, and you can get different kind of. Uh, reviews of your your work that you've done um or you can get kind of almost uh one of one of the team there kind of almost airdropped in and and working with you directly for a short period of time so i'm really impressed with the team there so can you describe to me at at the size of the game like you've you've described ships flying around so that would suggest this is a space type of game how big is this game so in terms of um, the actual kind of, uh, sp this is no kind of no man's space, I think it's called, or no man's land. Um, it's it's not a huge, huge thing. Like I say, it's based on uh, on asteroids. I think Derek, who's okay. on the call, might be able to screen share uh, shortly. Um, he'll, so he'll when you say, so like zoning and into, okay, and in sectors. So the game itself doesn't have to be a huge, it, it can be zoned in layers and have unit sectors open for the players. I know, I know yes, that we were talking about a little bit of hardcore game development, but I, I'm, I'm quite fascinated at what, what you're trying to do. You know, there's been a lot of space games around, um, or at least they're trying to do stuff, mm -hmm. but we haven't seen any game. <laughs> there's been a well, lot of talk for a long time and no game. Yeah, you know, I, I think that's the big thing. This is where we're, uh the, the polar opposite of most other games out there yeah we're releasing a game within 24 hours of our token dropping and that game is be has been beta tested for the last six weeks um we've got you know some of the community that have been with us we've been developing the project over the last nine months so some of the project the team sorry some of the community have been with us for six months plus and they've been you know lucky enough to really get in there and be able to uh, kick the tires on the game and their help has been phenomenal. You know, we've we've got so much feedback from them. Uh, but in terms of the scale of it, ultimately we've got you know three uh, different space stations. Uh, you go out, you shoot, you shoot the asteroids, you collect the ice, and then you have to drop it back to the space station to to score points. Yeah. Um, mm -hmm. But of course, it's not as simple as that because there's enemy ships, and you never know when you're going to bump into an asteroid. Uh, or uh, or any other uh, elements that are out there so it's uh, a real simple uh, game it's not huge sprawling uh, metaverse type thing but that's not to say we wouldn't love to do that in the future um, but our belief is we wanted to what we wanted to create was something that was really fun and really addictive and uh, and that's where I think we're at anyone who's kind of played it on the beta that's basically the feedback we're getting is just they can't wait to kind of get to their lunch break and jump on or get home uh, get the kids to bed and then jump on and have a have a play so we're really happy with what we've created so are you destined then to get this to go to the google uh, play store and apple is that like is this going to be mobile or is this more driven at no, no. pc game yeah so i should have mentioned this earlier when you were talking about playing on the subway and 
uh, that kind of thing. Right now we're, we're browser-based, yeah? So you'll be playing it directly within the novacreed.com website. Um, okay, so but that's not very hard to port because you guys are using Unity. So, yeah, yeah. I mean, one, once you have a good successful launch, 90 days to 120 days down the road, you might be releasing your mobile version because Unity. Great. I, mean, you I would love port, that. You... <laughs> it, it would be great. I think in terms of that first 90 days, the two key projects for us, uh, we're looking to do what we call delegation. Uh, that in other worlds is known as knighthoods or scholarships, but basically it's the ability to kind of lease or loan out your ships or your avatars to other players. Um, so we're airdropping a thousand ships to some of the first avatar buyers. Uh, but after that, it'll be, well, you won't be able to get the okay. ships unless you buy them on the secondary market. Okay, so when is the avatar buy date and how do we buy an avatar to get in on being in that airdrop? Great stuff. Good question. So uh, we're creating the whitelist right now. Uh, there's whitelist opportunities. Um, we'd love to give away some whitelist opportunities to your listeners tonight, if you're okay with that. Um, so that's for next Friday at 7 p.m. UTC. And that will be 100 Matic um, per avatar. So when you buy the avatars, if you buy one avatar, you will get a single one-player ship. You buy three avatars you'll get a three player ship and if you buy six avatars you'll get a six player ship and so on so you're up to you can buy up to 20 avatars in a single transaction um, and we'll basically be rewarding people with you know multiple ships if they're buying many um and that's the best way to get in the the public launch is then the day after 24 hours later and it'll be 125 matic so if you're in on the whitelist you save 20% and you're almost guaranteed to get one of these spaceships. I'll share some of the spaceships if that's okay with you uh, in the chat. Okay. Um, I, I would like you to explain to me what a, what a three player, six player ship is and how six players play a six player ship or if only one player plays it or how that works. Yeah, that's a great question. Sorry, I, I haven't really dived into that really yet. Um, so I'm just sharing up some of the ships right now. Uh, so these have been developed and designed by an ex-lead designer from Battlestar Galactica. And how it works uh, is that each of the avatars has uh, a different profession. So you have your pilots, your gunners, your engineers, your navigators, uh, your deckhands and your medics. And each of those brings a different power, if you like, to your ship. So if you only have a one player ship, you can only choose to play one of those avatars. So you might choose a pilot because they allow you to uh, maneuver better, or you might choose a medic because you recover better from impact from the enemy ships or from crashing into asteroids. Or you might choose a gunner because it doubles your power uh, when, you're, when you're firing those enemies. Uh, but obviously if you're able then to get to a three player ship, you're able to add, let's say a pilot and a gunner and a medic. So you get all three of those traits. And if you get to six players, then you can facilitate all six of the of the boosts. So, so it's not that's... actually more than one individual playing that ship. It is the no. uh, like ports on the ship that you can add more stuff to. Exactly that, exactly that. So, so it's, you would, then yeah, people who can put more weapons on their ship are gonna make more money in the P2E or they're gonna make more tokens rather in the P2E. Then that's what that sounds like. 
So if they're, well, now this is obviously the, the NFT avatar drop is randomized. So you can't select uh, what you're going to be dropped. So let's say you bought six NFTs. You're not guaranteed to get one of each. Um, and so you may need to trade then to be able to get that team. So what we wanted to create was uh, an environment where every avatar had real utility. Um, the other thing to note is that each of them has a rank. So they are ensign, lieutenant, captain, vice admiral, and admiral. And we want to reward diversity within the project. So the best combination you could have is one of each of pro the professions and one of each of the different ranks. So it's not about just having a ship full of admirals. Uh, as we, we've heard time and time again, too many uh, chefs spoil the broth. Um, so yeah, we're, we're rewarding teams that are able to kind of uh, trade and get to that perfect combination of players. Um, so yeah, we didn't want something where you could just buy your way to the top. Um, it, you've got to be savvy and you've got to kind of think about how you're going to play the game. Okay, so once you now you're doing, you have an NFT layer here also. Um, my real, my only question really on the NFT layer is, uh, it's going to be available on open seas, rareable on all the popular NFT sites Are you integrated there, or are you only having a in-house marketplace? Uh, so initially it will be secondary market stuff. So open sea, uh, would be the obvious choice, I guess. And obviously they'll be available through open sea. Uh, but that's, as, as I mentioned earlier, that we've got some key projects that we want to get onto. So delegation is the first one where you'll be able to rent out some of these ships and the avatars that I'm about to share. Uh, the second project is our own in-house marketplace. So the benefit there of trading there over OpenSea is that we would probably give a kicker in terms of some extra ice. And that would allow you to obviously to, to be able to uh, mint more ships or upgrade your ships uh, quicker. So and now are the ships broke down into classes or is it just how many um, usable ports are there for the NFT right now? That's a great question. So the, the different classes, each of the different species, so I'm, I'm sharing the different species up now. Um, uh, they should come through. Um, so these are the different species we have and each different species has a different style of ship. And there's our one three one player, three player, and six player ships, and we we call them class one, class two, class three. But yeah, so the class one has one player, class two has three, and the class three has six players. It has um just just looking at the artwork, it has a very unique uh, feel to it. I I've uh, you know the art art is this art render um, the 3D artist. Uh, part of your team you're not outsourcing the uh the creating these, of these yeah these are these are part of our team uh, so uh, the 3d artist uh, was previously lead designer at battlestar galactica uh, so he's he's uh, buddy and he's obviously the one doing the ships uh, he'd also worked at jurassic world and a bunch of other games um but not allowed to mention <laughs> um and the uh avatar uh, NFTs are designed by Luella Jane Wright. So Luella Jane is uh, a leading illustrator here in the UK who's worked with the BBC, uh, Fox Network, uh, sorry, Fox Kids, 
Cartoon Network, Nickelodeon, whole host of incredible companies. What's interesting about this though, Rick, is when we got Luella on, we wanted her style and that was the kind of key thing for us, but she'd never worked on NFTs before. She didn't even know what an NFT was. And so trying to explain how important having everything in the right place was uh, for a generative art project, uh, was really difficult. And we really kind of went through the grinder there in terms of trying to get things uh, right. But it took us a good few months, uh, but we're so delighted with the work. You know, I think it really pops off the screen and sets us apart basically. And that's something that we really wanted to invest in. So we're glad that we stuck at it and, and put faith in Luella. Your your avatars look a lot more alien and like like they're in the right place for the game. So I actually spend a bunch of time also drawing and making NFTs. Um, mm -hmm. So I'm like very interested in these things now. Um, I, I'm coding my own layers so I can see how much nice. work there is involved. So it gives me a whole new grown respect for NFT drawings and how um, how much precision, thought, insight, you, you, a lot. And I'm just looking over these really quick, they look really, really neat alien. They don't, mm -hmm. they don't look like a generic, I slap some pixels on the screen. These are almost overthought, but they are really quite neat. Just, just checking those out. Uh, and then going back to the ship design, that's why I asked the question about that. There's some very big familiarity about that, watching and looking at these and then listing off the criteria of the designers. I, I can see that. Very professional level in here. Um, some of the lighting on some of these is quite uh, not underwhelming at all. It's done really, really neat. I can tell that somebody who did this liked doing what they do. They weren't rushing to smash something out. Yeah, so there's 18. I'm only sharing four of them here, um, but there's 18 in total. And I think the bottom one, that, as it's come up, the kind of copper one that's got the green rust on it. Uh, yep. When you zoom in on this, he's uh, actually um, got actual barnacles on it. And, and that, this is the, I think, the three player. But the six player has like fish nets over it and seaweed hanging off the back. So we've got to find a way now of weaving space barnacles and space seaweed into our law. Uh, so I'm not quite sure how we're going to do that, but I'm just, yeah, I, I just really like that each species has its own unique style. Um, and these are just obviously one of each of the different ones. Okay. So a player's interaction now, they, they're going to have their first interaction, say, say they miss out the NFT stuff and it's a month later where what is going to happen where do they start are they going to be going to your website are they going away and uh open seas do they have to buy fuel to mint a ship where is a player going to start that that misses out on the start uh opening bell yeah so it's definitely it's definitely going to be tougher so you'll need to get you know an avatar and you'll need to get a spaceship um we won't be airdropping them you know forever so it's only at launch that we're going to be airdropping and there'll only be a thousand ships that we airdrop um but in theory we have an unlimited number of ships yeah because they can be minted through the game so yeah you would need to buy an avatar buy a ship uh, but that would get you in and uh, as i say you know the players that are playing the game are going to be able to mint new ships 
they will have the option of staking those ships and of course they they're able to play them as well so but but our thinking is that if you have a three player or a six player ship you wouldn't really need to race your uh, or you wouldn't need to race your one player ship because it's very unlikely to score anywhere near as high and so you'd be willing to trade that uh, so that somebody could get in and get a one player ship and start off at the bottom rung of the ladder okay um and now is there any future plans to offer a ftp a free to play or at least people can log in they get a a free yeah. avatar that really they can't trade it's locked and then they get a free ship so they can at least go trial the game and go oh i like this and then they jump out and they go i'm buying my avatar and jumping into it are you planning on that development stage as well yeah so that's that's the delegation element yeah so that's where you would be able to put your ship up for delegation uh, and some of your avatars as well too for instance and somebody could come in and say right i want to i want to play these and if if i win i keep 30 percent of the fuel and the owner takes 70 percent and so that's the kind of gateway uh, for somebody who you know doesn't want to invest and buy an nft or a ship straight off the, the secondary market they could actually so play. that's that's a word of mouth strategy for advertising is it like because i i know i've been monitoring all of your activities in the last week looking at, at the amas you're setting up looking yeah. at are you using well, i don't know what you call them uh, false idol influencers right like where they're right. just going to over push everything there's a big surge and then nothing's left and then it's like wow that didn't help anybody um this seems like so you're we, making it a little bit difficult for people to get in where they're having to go to another player and say hey um do you want to lend your ship to me because i'm gonna try this game yeah there's a bit of that and i think for us we've we've kind of modeled it a bunch of different ways um you know we need a a few hundred people playing over the next few months but we know that it'll scale them and that's one of the benefits of being on unity and being on uh, polygon is it's ready to scale um and so just you know to move on from ice hunt for instance let's let's look at the next uh, six months we're looking to start pretty much immediately working on our dogfight game so this is the player v player yeah so uh, over the first three months or so people are going to be upgrading their ships getting better and better uh, the ships themselves, I should have added as well, have their own traits. So every ship has a fuel, a speed, an attack, and a defense rating. And each different species has different bandings. So you might, you know, depending on the type of player you are, if you're strategic, you might want one that has a really high fuel rating. If you're really quick on the keys, you might want one that's got a real good speed rating, um, and so on and so forth. So we kind of believe that uh, the ships will find the people in a way that mm -hmm. you know you'll find a ship that works for you uh, but down the line then you want to be able to fly that the best you can because you're going to be fighting against the other owners and so that will be a pooling mechanism so I might say right Rick I want to play against you let's do it for a thousand ice each you put that in the kitty obviously there'll be a slight fee uh, from from Nova Creed then to kind of facilitate the game and then but then the winner will take the rest uh, and it, so we're going to encourage uh, there to be tournaments, you know, people playing against each other. Will it be 1v1? Possibly. Will it be more than that? Could, it, could we have a dogfight with six different owners uh, vying it out? Absolutely. So that, that could be an option as well. So 
that's what we're going to be working on as the next game, which is going to be multiplayer. Uh, so the ship is the, an NFT, right? Yeah, the ship is an NFT. These this the is ship's how the an NFT. And you yeah. attach NFTs to that ship, and then your avatar is an NFT. So when my ship is parked, does that mean it's staking? Yeah, so you can stake your ships as well. Uh, you can stake your ships for fuel and your avatars for fuel. Uh, you can uh, stake your uh, ice, obviously, for ice. So, um, yeah, we've got different uh, band-ins in terms of APY uh, that you can get back for staking your ice. So people can actually buy these ships and they can park them and still earn on them without exactly. even playing and hold them for future hoping that they might evaluate at a higher price in the future as uh crypto gaming becomes more popular i mean people don't even call it crypto gaming yet it's probably what we're going to be calling it in the next couple of years though it'll be the new buzzword you know it won't be fortnite mm -hmm. fortnite and training your uh coaching your 11 year old to become an influencer on youtube no it'll be everybody's in an even even playing field it's called play to earn and crypto gaming and and people are gonna go out we're gonna be buying there's all kinds of things that's gonna be happening buying ships buying lasers for the ships buying avatars i'm i'm most interested yosarian in the fact of what i see in the future is am I going to be able to take that avatar out of your game? And am I going to be able to use it in another game? Because me being a gamer, that's totally what I want. I want, I want integrated avatars across 20 different games so that I know when I buy that avatar, that's mine. And it goes into whatever game. And then people get to know me by say that there's a, the really neat one you have. There's a purple one with uh, one glass and it has a star behind stars behind it. Yeah. yeah. Um, you know that, that once i buy that mint out of me that's me everywhere i go and it's only me so that's that's kind of what i'm looking at in the outlook in the future i don't i mean crypto gaming is going to be very open-ended once the development really starts to grow i think it's going to open more doors for more groups to make proposals together and things like what i'm saying are going to are going to happen in the future and it's going to make it a lot even more interesting for people once we all jump heavily into crypto gaming yep i i tend to agree with pretty much all of that i, I think a good parallel i'm, I'm not 100 percent sure if this is definitely right but my my middle child my son plays or used to play fortnite at least and I know he'd be bugging me for, you know, dad, can you give me some money so I can get some V-Bucks? And then he'd spend that on skin, uh, skins to, you know, wear or costumes to wear, whatever that might be. And the beauty of Web3 and crypto gaming, call it what you will, is, is that, you know, once you buy that money, once you buy that thing, it's still yours. That money on Fortnite is going to Fortnite, yeah? And you can't sell that on to somebody do else, I don't believe. Yeah. Yeah, you can't do anything with it uh with an nft it still owns you know it still retains its value or at least you hope it retains its value it still has some value it's still a thing uh that you're able to kind of sell on uh yeah so that's kind of part of the the thinking there's here. one it's other there's another thing when people leave the planet right you can't give your account away if i leave i can't give my account away to my children or my friends but if I went in and I played a game, if my life was boring and I earned every ship in the game and I earned every little thing and then I wanted to give it away, I can't. 
so it'd be it's really neat that crypto gaming is going that way that's what i think is going to be the biggest proposal in it in the future like what you said lending out ships where i can play the game and if somebody else wants to use it i can lend them my ship now i've i've played a few different games one i have a question about that um mm -hmm. so if i lend you a ship is there a way for me to take it back if you're not paying rent um that well there's no way first of all there's no way i couldn't pay rent so if I won anything, it would automatically be allocated in, in the proportions we decide. So let's say it's 30%, 70%. So 30% would automatically be allocated to the wallet of the renter and 70% would be uh, allocated to uh, the owner. Uh, so that's so, that's going to be controlled by a contract then and yeah, people won't be able to. Be yeah. People aren't going to be able to cheat the rent. system. <laughs> well, you know, that's that's a whole thing coming right now. No cheating or, or uh, working against cheating in video games. This is going to create that element heavily where the developers can't cheat. The players can't cheat because, you know, players, they're going to try and clone stuff. They're going to they're going to everything they can do to exploit your game. They do. That's mm -hmm. the way it is now. So I've noticed that the adoption of anti-cheat mechanisms become very big. Uh, Call of Duty just recently um, destroyed all the cheaters. Like, they're gone. And I believe Fortnite did the same thing. Um, I don't play Fortnite, but I go in every now and then just to listen to the chatter. And I can hear the kids talking now. And they're talking about how there's no more cheaters anymore in the game. Fascinating. I mean, we're, we're growing into a world of uh, maturity where we don't want to cheat in video games. We, 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 you go on the internet, you see people who are playing in these $10,000 tournaments playing uh, Call of Duty or Counter-Strike and they get caught cheating while they're in a big, huge LAN party with hundreds of people. They're using, ha like it's, it's cheating's gotten a way out of hand. So anything that can prevent that, that's where I've, I went at it quite a few different questions around that. Um, one thing I didn't ask you about was what network you've built this all on. Oh yeah, of course. Blimey, I'm sure I mentioned it, but everything is on Polygon. Uh, we we considered a bunch of different uh, networks, and uh, yeah, Polygon ticked so many boxes for us. Uh, and yeah, been delighted with you know what that's delivered for us so far. Not least uh, being a partner to Polygon through Polygon Studios, uh, which has been great. Uh, but yeah, it's a it's a, a real fast for those that are on the call and aren't aware of Polygon. It's super fast. Um, is there that. any is there any Sorry. partnerships that you can mention also? Yeah, so um, I think no. This, it basically come through yesterday, uh, but we've been approved for uh, the Crypto Blades uh, Gold Knighthood. Um, so if anyone is kind of new to crypto gaming, then Crypto Blades is a preeminent uh, player in the market. They're doing over a million dollars a day, I think, on average over the last couple of weeks. Um, and I have over a million active owners now. Um, so we're into the gold knighthood with them. Uh, so we're looking forward to kicking that off next week, um, which is going to be really, really exciting. <clears throat> Another one is Interactive Gaming Galaxy. Um, so this is a really interesting one for me uh, in that it's a, a pretty established um, old school gaming portal uh, where you can play console games against each other. Uh, through the portal and and inter IGG Interactive Gaming Galaxy, they provide prizes, but they've realised that things, you know, the pendulum is swinging towards Web three, 
And so next month they're launching Nitro Gaming, their first Web3 uh, project. Uh, but we're looking to follow fast on the tail of that and uh, very excited to kind of be doing something with them as well. Yes, this is a very interesting because um, you working on that, you're giving me the, the the feel and the vibe of what's going on in the coding community where myself, I predicted the next the next big thing that we would see in advertising would be NASCAR. And lo and behold, somebody has been posting all these NASCAR sponsorships here in the last half an hour. This is something we were talking about over the last 90 days because we go through these different developments of what's coming next. So to hear from you that you're excited knowing that these companies are, are really actively pursuing Web3, that's big news. And I've also been noticing some other companies doing other interesting things in the video game aspect or the video game companies. It really looks like they're all gearing up for, for I, I, I'm going to call it how I call it, wow gold 2.0 right the the first time that video gaming and monetary policy are going to be intertwined and interconnected where you can go play a video game i've, I've mentioned this before it, say snoop dog goes and plays Fortnite, and if you get him and whatever nft he drops and you loot it and you run out of that game and you go post that nft you just made yourself 20 30 40 50 thousand dollars and, but, and it's going to give everybody the opportunity to try and do this. It isn't going to be just only the most skillful player who has to be uh, up at these e-games and you have to be like on like uh, Red Bulls nonstop and stuff. No, everybody has to have an op equal opportunity in playing video games. When the Monopoly board comes out, you don't tell people, no, you're not allowed to play. Everybody gets to play. Everybody gets to pick a piece. That's what this is all developing into. So you got me kind of excited there when you I could hear it in you where you're telling me that there's other group like this is all starting to really happen by Christmas time, right? This year, next season, we could have some really big things going on. I, I know a lot of people are like VR gaming. VR. I'm like, no, it's going, but it's not as much as the interaction of play to earn. Well, though that could be the more clicky thing, play to earn, um, play to earn crypto gaming, right? It's going to be something like that. And it's going to catch on with the kids. And I watch, I have, I have children too. If I could give you a dollar for every time I bought V bucks, man, <laughs> I give you a Bitcoin for every time I bought V bucks, <laughs> you'd be like a trillionaire. <laughs> and, um, and sorry, one they, thing, it'd be remiss of me not to mention this, Rick, um, that, the other partner that has become so kind of closely bound to us that I kind of forget that they're partners in a way. They, they feel almost like part of the team themselves. So Prize, uh, P-R-Y-Z uh, dot I-O. Uh, they're the incubator, the launch pad that we're using to launch uh, the ICE token uh, on, on Friday and Saturday. They've just been phenomenal. And uh, yeah, their last three token sales have all sold out. Uh, and done incredibly, incredibly well, uh, raising hundreds of thousands. And so we're looking to kind of follow on, on the tails of, of those three uh, great launches. So prize for anyone who's kind of working on projects themselves, for instance, I'd really, really recommend, strongly recommend you check out pryz.io. Um, they're an awesome organization. Sorry, there was a bit of a shill there, but they deserve it. No, and you're so, you know, this good moment and your socials, where do people get a hold of you? How available are you? Is there a dot com, is your telegram? Where, where are yep. you the most available and are you making yourselves available? 
Yeah, absolutely. So you you generally get a reply, and it might be from one of the team, but quite often it could be from myself or from Red. Um, so you know, we we don't. Uh, it's not all sent out to minions. We we we're a pretty tight team here, and um, whilst we obviously have people that work with us, um, we dip in as well to kind of check on the messaging. So our, our DMs are open on Twitter. So we're uh, at Nova Creed NFT. Um, uh, you can DM us there. Uh, our Discord is uh, discord.gg forward slash Nova Creed, um, and the uh, the Telegram sorry is t.me. Uh, forward slash Nova Creed NFT on that one. Uh, please join them. And I, I think I'm going to offer up uh, some whitelist spaces if that's okay with you, Rick. Yep, absolutely. Um, yeah, we may so we may actually group up. I could see where we may group up as a group to do a, a bigger ship with among three or four people. Ah, nice one. That would be awesome. Well, listen, I, I'd like we'd like to give as many opportunities. Uh, let, let's say we'll we'll give up 10 whitelist spaces um, and that will be to the first 10 people from the call that DM us on Twitter with the name of one of the species of aliens. So just jump That's to NovaCreek.com. It won't take you any time to find the name of a species. <laughs> give us a follow on Twitter and, uh, and DM us. Sorry, I've got a frog in my throat. Do excuse me. That's a great idea, by the way. Like that is, I, I really like the way that you're doing in the whitelist um it, it it's more of like this like assertive nature to it it's like you're not just gonna get on whitelist you gotta go and like read a little bit right <laughs> this, this thing about life and, and people have been given too much too easy so i really appreciate the way in which you're dispersing on whitelists and uh for any like we'll we'll all have a big discussion and we'll figure out I, I can see a few of us banding together and, and going in on a couple of positions there just to just our interest speculation. Um, what? So just real quick, a rundown of that Buy an avatar. It's a hundred. Let me get that again. A hundred Matic. And that ensures you or doesn't ensure you a ship. I, I want to make sure we have that clear. Once you yeah, yeah. mint that so avatar, you get a ship no matter what. So we've got a thousand ships to get give away. Now it depends on what people are buying at launch. Obviously, if people are buying uh, six NFTs at a time, we'll be sending one six-player ship. But if uh, if the first thousand people only buy one avatar, then we'll be issuing uh, a thousand uh, single-player ships to those first thousand people. Obviously, we don't think that's what's okay. going to happen. So okay. Uh, okay. yeah, I'd, I'd I'd recommend getting in getting obviously don't kind of overstretch only pay what you can afford um but yeah go go for it and uh and then look they're a bargain if you're on whitelist you're getting the nfts and you're, you're almost certain to get one of the ships or at least one of the ships you, you may well get several there is a chance though that you something happened that you may not get a ship though is that right I, well i i would say that the average buy we would expect is about three so if if there's three bought then the th you know that would be the first thousand people that buy would take us to three thousand avatars so if you were to come in late and buy one of the last 1321 uh, then you might uh, miss out but our, our thinking is we've kind of run the maths on this and we're pretty sure that a thousand ships should cover launch 
mainly because we've got some guilds involved. So we know the guilds are going to buy big. Uh, so they're going to kind of probably take 50 to 100 ships, uh, sorry, avatars, which means we'll be sending out six player ships to them. And that will kind of fill up a lot of the uh, a lot of the uh, the booty, as it were. And one question that I haven't asked, um, that's not going to be my final question, but we'll go on to any audience questions after that. Are we going to be able to transfer our avatar um, or is our avatar only owned by us after we mint it? Um, well, as with any NFT, you know, you can sell it. Um, so you can pop it onto OpenSea or obviously we'll have our own marketplace as well. Um, so remember that avatar, that uh, avatar NFT will have a profession and a rank as well. Uh, obviously, it will have a species. And so it might be a Carlithian ensign pilot, or it could be a Zylac admiral engineer. Um, so now you all... made them not have to go to the website. You <laughs> said the names of species. Oh, shit. <laughs> oh, excuse me. Sorry, oh, maybe, maybe, that, maybe that's a soft-spirited... <laughs> Hint for uh, people. Actually, I tell you what, I'm I'm banning Zylac and Carlithian. You can't so, have those two. So you actually, you actually, I said it was my last question. Then suddenly you got me into another question. So people are going to be able to rank up their avatar and make it worth more token, and then post it. That's what that sounds. No, like. so this is. No, sorry. To be clear here, they have set ranks, and so oh, it's set. It's okay. It's a, okay. One one of the things we're really looking to encourage is that there's an active trading within the community so we wanted it to be these diverse teams and you know the best formation you can have is one of every profession so pilot navigator engineer uh, medic gunner and deckhand and then a mixture of all of the different ranks so ensign lieutenant captain vice admiral admiral and one other it could be another ensign that way you get all of the multipliers, all of the boosters in your six player ship, which itself tends to be higher ranked in terms of speed, fuel, attack and defense. And so you, that's what you're working towards. But it would be a miracle, basically, if someone was to buy just six avatars and get that perfect combination. It would be like winning the lottery. Yeah? Um, mm -hmm. And so we're creating a system where we think people are going to have to but well, we know that people are going to have to trade their way to get the best formation in their ship they can. And we think that itself is going to be an exciting game, yeah? Mm -hmm. I know it's been a lot of game questions. Now I'm like um, like everybody else. Is, I've actually softly refused to show the game because I want people to go with curiosity to go look at what this is and why instead of spoiling the whole surprise. So... I am even, I've seen little bits and pieces and I've been offered to be, uh, go and sample it and try it. And now my curiosity is super struck. I, I like, um, I have a lot more game questions. Not, we'll, we won't have time for those. We might do that as follow-up as we're going to have you contacted and try and do follow-up on that. So there's, there's a lot to this and there's a lot. Plus you have all of the crypto um, on top of that. Plus all of the cycle of, being in a very competitive uh industry like super competitive industry I haven't really asked any questions about um competing with the competitive industry um again i i, I judge the character of the presenter to me and if i hear you doubting yourself i question you on that and i don't hear you doubting your project at all 
So I can't see that being too much of a bother for you, knowing that, oh, there's this company that has 4,000 employees. That isn't really the point of things when you're trying to create something that's new, innovative, because there's innovation here, because it's play to earn. Um, and it's taking a game that everybody loves, and it looks like you've heavily upgraded it. So me, I'm a bit of at a loss because I haven't seen the gameplay yet. Um, but I think that might have taken away from today's presentation had I. Uh, I'd rather uh, discover it by discovering from you and, and hearing your excitement about each different layer that you are building in this game. Um, I didn't ask you any questions about uh, the coding staff or where all of the, uh, the uh, typewriter um, <laughs> events are happening. <laughs> Um, I'm, I'm sure we can get to that in follow-up. I'm, I'm really looking to know if anybody has any questions also for our guests. Please, please um, just interrupt and ask. Yeah, absolutely. I don't really, I don't really have a lot of questions left here. There could be a lot of questions about your token. Um, we could probably do that in follow-up as well. Then um, I think the product here really is a game more so than token. And then the observation of the game is that if you know how to do tokens, like for the listeners that you know what Matic is, you know what 100 Matic is, you understand minting. Um, if you don't understand that, please get a hold of Usarian. He'll help you out with that. He's given his socials out to you. Yep. You can go to, um, you can go right here on Telegram, t.me slash Novacreed NFT. Um, you can also use that exact same um, uh, name for Twitter and get a hold of you guys and then they have now that's this friday right this is this friday they got three days yeah. and then next friday for the, for the ice token uh then okay. next friday is whitelist for the nft collection uh public launches okay. on the saturdays and then launches on saturday okay yeah um and then the hardest question of the day will be what is your um backup plan say your launch goes very very black and what i mean is that you get overwhelming price uh, um you get overwhelming amount of people interested everybody starts playing the game and you run into some bugs or some crashings going on um do you have a procedure that you guys are set up to um uh, to be able to address that situation um if anything like that happens yeah, so good question. And uh, thanks for asking it. I don't mind questions like this. So from, you know, I, well, one thing we didn't talk about was the, the backstory for us. Uh, so Red and myself, I'm, I'm the CEO of a software business. Uh, Red is uh, the head of product for, for our company. And we've done that for seven years. And trust me, there's been a lot of shit hitting a lot of fans <laughs> over the years. Um, so we're pretty experienced in dealing with tough situations like that. Um, and my advice to anyone who is kind of going through something similar is trying to keep calm uh, when, when all's going to hell around you. Uh, so, yeah, we've got we've got strategies. Obviously, we'll kind of deal with those things as and when they rise. And we know that it is very unlikely to be the, the per perfect dream. And we'll, we'll sail off into the sunset together. We know that we've got you know, the heart, the easy job almost is getting to launch. And it's about taking it forward from there. So yeah, there's you know we've we've jumped through all the hoops in terms of security, working with Unity. You know we've got 14 smart contracts that are interoperating under the surface here. 
Uh, I was chatting with uh, someone from Prize earlier, talking about how we want Nova Creed to be like a swan. You know, it's graceful, it's sleek, it's, it's polished on top, but there's a lot going on under the surface. Or like a Tesla, uh, you know, it, it looks simple, but actually what's going on under the bonnet is, is pretty impressive. And so that's what we're aiming for, and, and that's what we intend to achieve. But look, it might go black. And uh, I think what you won't get from us is panic. Uh, you won't get us shutting everything down and, uh, I don't know, rushing off and going silent. We'll be available, as we always are. We'll be there answering questions, and we'll be giving honest answers. So let's hope that doesn't happen. But if it does, we're, we'll be ready to face it. Well, it sounds like you have a lot of experience in the coding industry that this isn't your first rodeo, which is really, really good. Um, and how, how long have you been in crypto then? So my first dabblings were many, many moons ago, uh, probably early 2010s, when it was still possible to, to mint your own Bitcoin. Um, I remember sitting in a room with a bunch of other people with our personal computers trying to, trying to <laughs> actually mine it ourselves. Um, so I've, I've been dabbling for a long time, a um, bunch of different kind of early, early on, it was Bit, Bitcoin clubs and communities, um, uh, but read opened my eyes to NFTs. And uh, I think that was kind of early 2021. He got in on a few projects and was getting excited about it. And then it was probably from June 2021 that we really kind of upped the ante. And I think having run a, a software as a service business for seven years, you know, my interest in that was beginning to wane, uh, whilst my interest in NFTs was beginning to spike. And uh, it was kind of inevitable that uh, we kind of moved down the path we've, we've gone to. And ultimately, we, we both now only work one day a week at the software company and six days a week on Nova Creed. That's dedication. Like that's, <laughs> that's real solid dedication right there. I know, I know a few other devs, they do the same type of thing. They've been working other jobs, working in here. Some of them are shifting over 75%, 25%, but it's, it's growing at such a rate right now. Um, it, if you succeed heavily in this project and it grows, are you going to build and develop another game in the space? Yeah, so as I mentioned earlier, the aim is to do the dogfights game as as the next step and I, I didn't get to mention i don't think the strategy based game so one of the benefits of building all these ships through ice hunt is the third release we'll have is going to be a strategy based game where you'll be able to send out your fleet of ships to compete against other owners and so they, they will uh, kind of kind of like this is early days on this and um it's an incredible game so i don't want to kind of directly compare us to it but think of clash of clans that kind of approach where, you know, you've got a class one ship or so one player ship and that's not very strong. So you might send that out early, um, but then you'd hold back all your six player ships to the end. And you might want to use the Zylac ones to start with because they're really aggressive and hold back for the Carlithian ones at the end because they're really durable. Uh, so that's the third game is going to be a strategy based fleet wars uh, in space kind of game. Well, you, um, you, have, that, sorry, yeah. you have me like really interested in space avatar game asteroids they they kind of count they, they all complements each other and you're not trying to build like rebuild the wheel like you said at the very start why reinvent the wheel that doesn't make no, sense absolutely. I, th I think the key thing to mention here is that 
running as a thread through all of this is that all of the different parts, so the fuel, the ice, the ships, the avatars, will all be utilizable throughout the different games. So it might be that ice hunt for you at the start is like fun and it's good and it's okay. But actually what you want to do is play against your best mate and, you know, get bragging rights. Well, mm. then the dogfight game comes along. And after that, it might be that you want something new. And then so the Fleet Wars comes along. After that, the intention beyond that is that we will create a dedicated game for each of the different species. And you'll only be able to play against owners of that species. So people who own avatars within that species will only be able to play uh, those games. And so that way we're encouraging again, more trading. Yeah. Hey, I don't have a, mm -hmm. I don't have a Zylac. I need to get one um, because I want to play this. I don't know what it might be, but you know, Tetris style game. Um, so, so I notice right now, actually, yeah. um, a lot of the uh, Twitch streamers are starting to talk about crypto and NFTs um, because we've talked about uh, a lot of different things. I, I just want to know just a little bit more about the different position you have on advertising. Are you contacting any gaming uh, magazines? Are you trying to get in touch with some of these Twitch streamers? um to see if they will demo your game once it releases uh anything like that at all worth mentioning yeah so that's one of the things that prize has been really good at helping us out with and pointing us towards so um right now it's uh, less less so twitchers as as youtubers that we're mainly engaging with um uh, and they've been really good um so yeah i think <laughs> I, I literally before this call, I was in touch with one of our designers about some banner adverts. Um, so we're, we're running a banner campaign uh, that you might well see on Polygon Scan uh, in, the, in the coming weeks. Uh, so, yeah, advertising, getting word of mouth going. Uh, you know, we're very open, we're very passionate about the project. And we do think that we, the team, uh, are a really strong team. You know, what we've pulled together, the quality and the caliber of the people that are working on this are of the very, very highest quality. And so that's why we're keen to do so many of these AMAs. This is my seventh AMA in two days. Yes, um, I see that. I was actually, I was looking at your AMA schedule and I was very impressed. I was like, okay, these guys are doing the right thing. They're doing tons of AMAs, looking at Surface, getting the word out there and i could see that you weren't trying to generate this false hype cycle that just creates basically a whole bunch of chatter for 48 hours and then in crypto if you aren't like 100x by then nobody's talking about you right like that and yeah, you can't it. do that i i've spent a lot of time in crypto like almost probably better half of 10 years um i didn't get here by trying to do those kind of things i i did it with through hard work staying working hard same type of thing you're describing to me um i i'm i'm actually astonished because some of these some of these projects man people come in and i can tell that they don't have coding background i can tell that they're they're kind of lost they're overhyped with the nft space you're you're really calm you're a cool character you've had all that all the answers that i've been seeking i know there's a lot more to ask um fundamentals of an ama in an hour you usually can't get every question down um i'm at a loss because i haven't demoed the game yet which i know is going to happen um 
you've you've covered a lot of grounds uh i know we didn't talk a lot about the the six species um we know that the nft is being minted next saturday um we know the price of that we know where to contact you i'm i'm just trying to feel that out as if anybody else has a question that i might have missed because i had a few other people look over this this is your opportunity yeah come on or post it in the chat if you're a bit shy about uh, actually speaking sometimes i get thorough too thorough <laughs> and i yeah, go over yeah. all the questions. Uh, that's cool i i think that i i don't know i don't want to blow smoke up my own ass but like i say we've done lots of amas so we're, we're learning to be thorough in our answers as well um and so maybe we've kind of overdone it a little bit and not not left anything to chance um no not at all i mean it's it's going in blind and uh, uh, the only other comment i can really make is um i've seen other games do this kind of thing or projects that are going game project nft tokenization and they're looking at people coming in at a thousand dollars right they're like nope you gotta admit that that that's the only way to play your game i'm like whoa i i see that your um your level here that you've set is a lot more reasonable um I, I I would expect those kind of companies to be giving us like VR technology, all this, and they don't. Um, I, I guess where I was going with this right now is is where is the money going to? What do when you do sell out your NFTs and then everything kicks off? Where do you um, need to put the money the most in your project? Like, are you looking at going to push towards advertising or just continuous development? um and word of mouth strategy yeah so i think that the core focus for us is scaling the community um it's about growing you know that that user base um so that will come through building out the games so the, the dog fight and the fleet wars uh, and then potentially the species games as well um but alongside that we might want to you know 4321 avatars isn't a lot yeah especially if you've got six on a ship uh, so that could potentially leave us with, I don't know, like 600, no, more than that, 700 or so players. Well, that's not really going to be enough. So one of the other projects we're looking at is cloning and the ability to clone some of the, uh, the avatars. Uh, so that will take some budget as well. Um, but then beyond that, ultimately our end game here is to try and create something that's akin to the Marvel franchises or the Star Wars franchises where you've got characters that you, you know, love, uh, characters that you hate. Um, and we want to create a, a kind of story, a background that's really powerful. So down the line, we, we've got, you know, other plans for graphic novels based on the backstories of some of the species, um, or even, and this one I'm really excited about, kind of choose your own adventure online film, where we would tell the story of one of the characters, uh, but you would dictate like what path they take and only one player would be able to define the exact correct or the true path of their story uh, so we, we know the company we want to build that with and their last project they created twenty-two thousand different routes to one of eight endings um so imagine that it's a kind of film where you have to choose you know do they take the the red pill or the blue pill and then if they take the red pill, it takes you down another route. Uh, if you take the blue pill, you go another path. So that's kind of some of the stuff we're thinking about longer term. And that's where the money would be directed. 
so into into more development basically yeah it's about growing it mm -hmm. out this is this is something that we've you know fallen head over heels for and we're absolutely committed to it and it's just really returning more value to to the community um so and then grow, everything grow up till now has been sweat equity then yeah it's been savings okay. it's been you know odd jobs and a bit of consultancy work here and there like I say you know dropping back from being five days a week on the software business to one day a week um and putting everything we could get back into the project so yeah you know i, I don't think my uh my partner would be thrilled if i were to show you my bank balance but it's it's taken a bit of a hit um but no we're we're in a good place i think um ultimately you know we're, we're confident building what we're creating and uh, building on sweat equity is smarter than opium other people's money <laughs> um i see this all the time i mean project devs come to me and i'm like so what if how did you and they don't even have a line of code wrote and they want to have like a couple hundred thousand dollars from the communities in crypto and i'm like hmm no like go write some code first please and then and then try and proposition because that's not so you guys have put in a lot of sweat equity the game is going to release this isn't something that it's like well it might be here <laughs> no it's yeah. it's it's here it's ready i think your uh, launch time is perfect actually like the season's a little bit sluggish right now and slow um but this is this is that time where people start discovering again new things um and i i feel like there's going to be a lot of growth to the crypto communities over the next eight months like a huge amount of growth more gamers more um people just just curious curious individuals so this is this is absolutely the right time to stage put in game development and have it launch um as before um you listen to my old podcast five years ago i was wondering when gaming would happen and now it's here in a big way this is this is a complete change to what it was five years ago in crypto mm-hmm couldn't agree more. <laughs> but I think you'll do very, very well at just the procedure that you're taking and trying to do this. You must have done a lot of research about how to develop in the space, how to develop um, following in the space, because you need that good community to kind of build behind you. And um, what people do wrong, I think, is they build that community and then they try and drive that community at um they're the the bread and butter of everything where everybody loses sight right there and that's not how it is it's they're the founders they're the people who are going to emit and spread the the view of your project first you know they're not going to be there forever they're there to help everybody learn more and because we forgot about this kind of process people tend to go oh well you know the founders have moved on to another thing so everything's no if, as long as the founders keep working on word of mouth and bringing that process in just like you're doing i see you having a long long-term future in crypto where we'll be sitting here talking about this a year from now again yeah let's hope so yeah i think we strongly believe I, i'm sure you've seen the the kind of essay from kevin kelly about uh, a thousand true fans um i think tim ferris kind of made it famous almost uh, but that's very much the kind of same belief yeah if you get if you find a thousand true fans then you're on to a good thing and, and they they will be your thousand first salesmen or saleswomen 
Uh, and that's what we've got with our OG community. They're, they're really passionate and supportive. They get where we're coming from. They know that we're doing it from the heart. Um, and they know that we're dogged, hardworking people. Yeah, I'm the son of a miner from South Wales. And uh, yeah, my old man, he's no longer with us, but he was a grafter. And, and I think some of that has passed down to me. And I know that Red would, you know, probably say the same as well. That guy, the hours and hard work he puts in, it's incredible. So, look, we're, we're in it for the long term. Um, this isn't a kind of uh, a rug pull or any of that kind of stuff. This is we've already put almost a year into it. Most of our savings have gone into it. Uh, and we're just excited, basically, to kind of kick on uh, and push on to the next elements of the project. And, and also seeing ISUNT being played. I can't tell you, right, Rick, you know, you haven't played it. But what we want to see is it actually getting played. And the, the first day when we send out that or when that ice gets automatically sent out to the best player is going to be a massive, massive day for us. We're going to be so pumped and hyped to see that happen. And then, of course, it'll be happening every single day. And um, I can't tell you the joy that's going to bring after you know, putting so much hard work into something. And I'm sure everyone on call has had moments like that, yeah, where you've worked your tits off to get something done. You've worked as hard as you possibly can. And then when it actually is finished and it's you're able to kind of sit back, crack open a beer and watch it kind of succeed, that's, that's what you do it for. Uh, and suddenly all that blood, sweat and late nights, uh, you know, working hard, doing AMAs, whatever it might be, cracking code, um, reaching out to complainers or, dealing with the haters it's all worth it yeah i've, I've kind of grown to just like forgive the haters they know not what they care and do anymore right they they have carinitis they should make an, a vaccination for that actually might help yeah, everybody but then it would be less entertaining to surf tiktok because i wouldn't see weird karen screaming in the screen <laughs> I think if you don't have haters, you're not you're doing something wrong. You know, you you got to be marmite enough for that's a a British phrase. I don't know if you say it, like in there's a thing called marmite, which is like a yeast spread, and you either love it or you hate it. Um, and that's they've made a big thing of that. And I think you should have some haters. Yeah, if you if you don't have haters, then uh, your project's doing something wrong. Uh, and for mm -hmm. us, it's mainly oh, you're on Polygon. Why are you on Polygon? And we, we know why we're on Polygon and we know that we've got a thousand true fans that will kind of see us through. Uh, so, so yeah, it's, uh, it's all exciting. Look, it's, it, you've got to take the rough with the smooth and, um, and we're just kind of, I think it, to push on. it'll bring awareness to how decent the Polygon chain is. And actually, you know, uh, part of my predictions have been that Polygon is going to be the main gaming network chain because of its transaction overhead because of how it what who it was designed by why it was designed you know everybody else was like well it was that i'm like no 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 no. <laughs> i've been here in crypto too long i've watched bitcoin go from 400 bucks begged and pleaded with people now we're sitting at forty thousand. um i i know who was wrong uh, and i know who wasn't so the <laughs> next stages to me it, it looks like it's just going to be complacency for people like myself just watching growth evolution um and people will continue to to hate every now and then uh i don't i don't i don't really believe in the haters too much but i i just kind of try and discount them now um i i don't judge a project on oh if it has a whole bunch of hate then it's it's gonna be better 
there, there's a lot of different things and signals inside of crypto that can show you where a project's going to be really, really good um, or where something's just going to go lay waste. And I've been fairly decent judge of character. I mean, I've, I don't know even how many AMAs I got. It makes me sleepy thinking about the, the sheer numbers of that. Um, I've, I've been able to tell people they're just, they sound like scam. Yours is your sounds like really, really well, well driven, well thought out, really, really exciting plan. Um, I'm I'm excited. I don't get excited about much. <laughs> People try and tell me they're going to reinvent Eve online. And I'm like, the hell you are like, no, you're not going to like try and build just like a Among Us video game or Space Invaders or something first. Prove yourself inside here and then 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 come and propose a four or five million dollar project. Right. Because you you probably know that a big game costs a lot of money to put together. It's not cheap. Absolutely. We don't have the millions and millions that it would take to, to achieve that. And that's why, you know, this is this is, I think, you know, seven years in software. I did kind of um, denigrate it earlier, but it served us well in some senses that we know the way to build an MVP. We know the way to kind of scale, take a small uh, idea, it's a seed of an idea and, and then iterate on that. And that's ultimately what we'll be doing with this is is one percent improvements over the course if you if you make one if you get one percent better every day you'll be like 375 percent better uh or 3750 percent better over the course of a year because of that compounding and that's ultimately what we're looking to do here is the compound uh on the way we're growing the project um and that's how it's going to scale Well, I want to take the time right now. Thank you so much for coming, presenting this in, in depth. I mean, I could I can definitely go over a lot of questions. Um, we've hit about the 90 minute mark here. Uh, I know that people are going to have questions for you after the AMA. So please stick around for a few minutes. See if you get some interest from these guys. <laughs> Not a very talkative group sometimes. <laughs> From my side of things, just wanted to say a huge thank you to you for giving up your time. Uh, we're really, really grateful. Um, it's been a really enjoyable AMA. You do this really, really well. We appreciate your passion. And yeah, just a reminder to anyone that joined late, uh, the first, I think we said 10 people that DM us uh, the name of one of our species, uh, they'll get a spot on the whitelist uh, for the NFT minting next week. Uh, so yeah, uh, find us on Twitter. At Nova Creed NFT and DM us the name of one of our species. Um, that's one. And this podcast will be made available on Spotify, Apple, iTunes, and Google. So you'll be able to listen to it anywhere once we're done our upload and also be posted in our AN channel. We'll get that link out to you. Thank you, everybody, again for listening and taking the time to check out Usarian's project. I hope you guys. Uh, consider consider minting up a ship maybe we'll be talking about it for a few days and then as far as the whitelist goes yes Aaron, i i would hope that you will allow us a 24-hour period because we have we have a 24-hour crew there's people from all over the world here um so that we can discuss and then submit into the whitelist over that period of time if that will be good yeah absolutely happy with that happy to honor that for you 
once again uh, again just thank you very much man for coming out sharing this project with us um we're probably gonna ask you to come in again uh to discuss this and follow up if you have time i know launches can get extremely busy um so hopefully you'll be able to do that with us in the future i'm sure you won't decline <laughs> <laughs> no no chance i'll decline count, count me in thank you again